Hi, hello. Welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is January 27th, 2023. Hopefully this episode finds you well. Hopefully this episode finds you live and alive. Um, I'm Okay, I'm not going to lie to you. We're going to, I'm going to keep it as sweet as I can this episode. This, this one's, uh, it's a heavier one for me. I feel like I can, I can just already tell. Um, just in doing the research and going about it this week. But overall, I want to talk about the good, the good shit, my shit. Uh, life's been good. Um, I've had a great week. Um, I, I don't know. I, I just feel like uh, I've come to a lot of thoughts that have kind of been building over the last year. And I'm really just happy with myself. I'm really proud of myself. Um, I'm feeling myself, I'm feeling myself, but just, I don't know, I look over this past, like, I really feel like four years now or something like that, and, um, I just remember feeling like, goddamn, I don't like life that much anymore, I remember I was creeping towards 30, I was going through a lot in life, and, um, you know, I, I just feel like, 2022 at the end of it was really the end of a certain kind of race and I really started to look back a lot more and uh, I'm really happy um, and that feels good feels good that I worked hard and I got somewhere with that so yay and also this you know this podcast and all this stuff you guys listening that's it's been great obviously super cool sweet you know um, so like I said feeling myself um, let's see let's talk about some food and more mushy stuff um I can't remember if I've talked about the shawarma, shawarma, shawarma I got. I might have talked about it on the, the Patreon, but I'll double dip here. Um, first time I've ever had shawarma. It was very good. Um, I had falafel with it as well, which is also very tasty. And um, yeah, that was a yummy meal. Other than that, though, I've been trying to, you know, keep it low key. been cooking again, which is, you know, I mean, not that I haven't stopped cooking completely, but like really sticking to the script and that's been nice. I really needed to eat today. But I will say, I got some normal sour Skittles and got to eat those. And that was so refreshing. That was so, so nice to eat the kind of junk that just made me feel good. And not that freeze-dried future bullshit. <laughs> but, um, yeah. No, this week's been cool. Um, besides the, the shit that I'm going to get into, um, like I said pretty LG life good but um let's see I want to start with I guess a prequel and you're gonna notice I flipped the episode because I just want to get through the worst of this this is the needle for me and the eye and I just need to set this up get through it and then we'll you know cover some other stuff that kind of took place over last weekend and uh then we'll we'll get to Ukraine usual shit um I, I gotta say too uh, I mean, th- this is one of those abyss episodes. I, 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 you know, I'm always angling to get you good news. Um, I'm hoping to find better stories or f- interesting, different stories. I don't know, but I, I got to cover the shit. So, um, starting here uh, from ABC News, what is the Scorpion Unit, the Memphis Police Task Force, at the center of the Tyrese Nicholas death? Um, I'll go ahead and also read to the next part. Um, from CNN, Memphis release, Memphis releases video showing police stop that led to Tyrese Nicholas death. 
And then there's also a little bit of a bio for um, Tyree Nichols. Sorry, I'm saying his name wrong. It's Tyree Nichols. Um, also from CNN, Tyree Nichols was a son and a father who enjoyed skateboarding, photography, and sunsets, um, his family says. So, God damn it. Um, the Scorpion Unit. What the fuck is that, right? Um, let's talk about what it stands for. Uh, stands for Street Crimes Operations or Street Crimes Operation to Restore Peace in Our Neighborhoods. Um, let's see. It was announced in October 2021 and it launched a month later. It encompasses 40 officers split into four teams who patrol high crime hotspots throughout the city. Um, and uh, the police department announced this in tw- November 2021. This is... Um, the Memphis Police Department. Um, essentially, a little bit of yada 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 in here. I'm talking like, why? Do, why are we talking about this random, you know, task force? They sound really, you know, high tech, fancy, whatever. I'm going to give you a little bit of, um, you know, obviously Isaiah TDLR, if you will, what have you. Um, but essentially, this is a task force which, on the surface, sounds like a really fucking great idea, especially when you have. All this talk about how crime is on the rise and we have to do something to stop it. I can't believe that we were even trying to defund the police. Look at all this crime. So these guys are here. And essentially, you guys know I make the joke that cops have the license to... They have the license to fucking kill. And I I, I say that in, in dark joke, whatever. But we know that's the fucking case. If you wanted to fucking get into that then obviously you're probably in the wrong fucking podcast Uh, you should probably fucking change the fucking channel but hey um it is one of those things where when you have this kind of unit because they are getting results quote unquote um it only increases the desire for them to continue what they're doing um i'll read some fucking stats here um two months into scorpion's deployment memphis mayor jim strickland touted the unit's effectiveness. In his state of the city speech, Strickland claimed the unit was responsible for 566 arrests, 390 of them felony arrests. They seized $103,000 in cash, 270 vehicles, and 253 weapons between October 2021 and January 2023 of 2022. Um... Yeah, super fucking cool. You guys are really busting heads, busting not, And it's like, that all sounds good on fucking paper. It sounds good in these little addresses that you make that you are cleaning up the streets, really getting the broom. Um, but essentially, you fast forward to what happens. Um, I want to say this is 20 days ago um, on the 20th, which is Tyree Nichols getting pulled over in a traffic stop and... I mean, I'm sure you've been pulled over before. Uh, Cops have these weird tendencies where it's like, they like to fucking like cum stack on each other or some fucking shit. So you get pulled over for whatever. Like, let's say in this situation with, um, with Tyree, he's pulled over for what they are saying is, um, like reckless driving. Um, and the initial reports, they really are trying to figure out like, oh, is he drunk? Is he like on drugs? Yada, yada, yada. But essentially the best they can come up with is reckless, is reckless driving. So they try to, um, you know, apprehend him, and they are essentially, um, gosh, I, I, I'm trying to think how I want to really cover this. Um, 
Let's see. The city of Memphis has released body camera and surveillance video showing the January 7th traffic stop and violent police confrontation confrontation that led to the death of 29-year-old Tyree Nichols. Now, these um, five cops that are involved, um, once again, are all a part of this Scorpion unit. Um, let's see. In the one of the body cam videos, and also I want to mention too, is this is captured on multiple body cams and then also a pole camera. And these are all very important to know because let's fucking face it. If we didn't have all of this fucking evidence mounted against these people for this brutal, and I'm I'm not fucking kidding you. I'm not jiving you. This is the some of the worst fucking footage I've ever fucking seen. And the thing that's sad about it is when you think about it, when you stop and you fucking think about it, if you're not one of those fucking people who want to fucking argue and debate and, and try to figure out, well, he shouldn't have ran, he shouldn't have fleed, he shouldn't have blah, 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 and just realize that these are human beings brutally just de de destroying another human being for literally running away on a reckless driving situation at best. Essentially, they are looking for a fucking body and they found one and they made one. But without all this fucking footage, this just gets swept under the rug. You find in a fucking reason. Uh, let me go back and reference before I get into the guts of this. When I talk about the cop city thing, I was meek stepping on that shit. I was being fucking quiet because I, I have this, this mm, when people confront me on these things and I don't like to have full confrontation, but I always have to remember that this is an ongoing cycle. And if I don't, like part of the reason I do what I fucking do, that I hop on this fucking shit every fucking week is to talk about these things as honestly as I fucking can. And to try to do it unabashed, to try to do it to, unafraid of what other people are going to say and think about my fucking thoughts on this shit, my fucking feelings on it. <sighs> I'm sorry, I'm getting worked up, but it's because this shit is so constant, man. And how brutal that they, these people, these five cops, they do this man is insane. And this man died. He died three days later after this whole fucking thing, after they brutalized this man, he's no longer here. And then these cops the whole way are just worrying about themselves. And it's so bad though, that these cops are literally like, uh, oh fuck, like the other cops, like essentially like the department, they just wash their hands of these people. I know I, I was trying to stick to it and I'm going to try to get back to the article, but it's so wild to me that they knew how bad this was that they quickly got rid of these cops. And I will also tell you too, these five cops, I haven't gotten their names yet. I'm going to try to, sorry, but they're all black. So these are five black men beating up another black man. And I can already tell you that that's already something that fucks with me as is. And it is so hard for me to capture and put into words how stressful this is that you know how these pol like these political agents are already at work trying to make this less than an issue because it is a black on black thing or that like it's it's so hard for me to put it into fucking words for people you know it's part of the reason why I don't like getting into these debates because at the end of the day we are talking about a systematic oppression we are talking about cops. It doesn't matter what ethnicity you are. When you accept this badge, when you become these blue matter, blue lives matter type people, you you understand that you are taking on this weird subclass that is hell bent on oppressing other people. And I, I I don't make it to just make it a black issue. At the end of the day, these cops do not care about us. Period. They only care about the consequences at best. 
And in this situation, you can literally see how cavalier these cops are about it the whole fucking way. Um, gosh. Okay. Let me get back to the article. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be in the weeds about this specific issue because it is, I'm just boiled over. I've already talked about this shit two other times this fucking month and in a fucking month that we've had like over 40 shootings, 40 shootings, like mass shooting type shits, dude. Like it's insane. It is insane to live in America, period. Don't get me wrong. The world is crazy. It's all on fire. None of this is new, but it is crazy to me. Um, in one of the body cam videos, a Memphis police officer is heard yelling at Nichols. I'm going to baton the fuck out of you. Give me your fucking hands. Nichols screams for his mom as the video shows an officer arriving at a second location in a residential neighborhood. Officers, officers tell Nichols, give them his hands, give them his hands as the struggle ensues on the ground as, um, an officer asked Nichols, do you want to get sprayed again? Uh, two of the officers hit and kick Nichols as he's on the ground. Nichols screams, mom. An officer then appears to pepper spray Nichols. Now, they spray this man so badly, they pepper spray themselves. And in the process of that, in the post-op, as, as, as he's propped up against a car... They're more worried about themselves getting sprayed. They're like, ah, oh, man, this shit's burning. And mind you, there is a, um, I guess if you want to see the shit, it is multiple like footage like I, I described. Um, it's, uh, the New York Post has like the best footage if you want to see that shit. But they knew this footage was going to have to come out. And that's, that's why this shit is so fucking bad. That's why they move so goddamn fast. Um, let's see. Um, let's see. Nichols continues to scream for his mother during the incident. Um, officers continue to tell Nichols to give him their hands as Nichols continues to scream for his mother. He had ran, and that really initiated this whole thing into them going into this nut, this next mode. And, um... You can see from the pull footage because the body camera footage at some point um, you miss the the visual like it falls on the ground or they fall on him and in the process of them beating the shit out of him and tasing him, um, you literally can't see anything. You just hear it. But there's a pull camera footage and you literally see them beating and kicking him, beating and kicking him. Um, the, there's a strong comparison to the Rodney King thing and that's very apt. It's worth it. <laughs> I've seen the Rodney King footage. Um, it's worse than that. Um, there are moments where you, you see the man, like we, we were talking about the baton, he raises up and he goes to hit him square on the fucking head. Um, gosh. Um, I I really don't want to go through all of this shit. Um, like I said, man, I cite my sources for this fucking reason. If you want to go through it, be my fucking guest. I know some of you motherfuckers who do like to listen, 
whether you be a stranger, a person who knows me, you like to debate that shit. And that's fine. That's fine by me. I've said it before. I'll say it again. You have to pay me money, though, if you actually want that. Otherwise, I'm going to ignore or delete your comments or I'm going to just ignore or delete the conversation. I, I try to avoid these conversations. Obviously, though, like I said, I've been crawling up the walls about the shit, talking to people. And, and, and you do get some blowback. You do get the standard ass fucking bullshit that comes out of these people's mouths. Well, was he on something? Well, he shouldn't have ran. Like, oh, da, 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 da. it's like it's also crazy that people are talking about training again. Like, well, we need to work on training these officers better. What are you talking about, dude? Like, training is not the issue. Cops are the issue. You you have to understand that the fact that these are so standard issue situations now. It's not fucking new. Um, It's just so frustrating. It's so hard to deal with. Um, You know, like, motherfuckers are never going to know, like, how it feels. And it's like... Like I said before, at the end of the day, these cops don't care about us, period. It, but especially when you're a person of color, it, it is so terrifying to have a cop come up behind you because you just don't know how it's going to go. Um, I've had good situations, though, with cops. Totally. That's great. But that should happen all the fucking time. I, I've said it before. I'll say it again. When you are in situations that literally people's lives are on the line, that, that like you could end someone's life if you fuck up then you have to be the best. There, there are no rooms for fuck-ups. You deserve to get what you get if you fuck up. Um, that being said, I believe at least four out of five of these guys are already out on bail. So that's fucking great. Uh, I'm sure, you know, like I said, those Blue Lives Matter folks really rallied around. Um, there are also protests. Um, so far, I believe, I haven't heard anything about them, you know, getting violent. Granted, I mean, the release of this video literally happened tonight on Friday. Um, so, I mean, it's a lot, it's a lot. I know I'm not doing this, this coverage justice. I, obviously I never do, but, um, I mean, this shit's fucked up. I, I, I can't imagine the family. Um, the mom said they got to see the footage and I mean, she literally, when she heard his voice, she just couldn't watch anymore. And I understand that completely. Um, I believe um gosh sorry if you hear my stomach that's crazy um uh, <laughs> uh i believe uh the stepfather um he he got to see him because like i said he was he was laid up also i i i'm not sure about the emts or like any of the other responders because like eventually they realize oh he's really fucked up we should do something and they call and they get there, they hang out a little bit, and they finally put him on a stretcher, and he gets taken to a hospital. Um, but, like, one of the first pictures released was him in the hospital, you know, just literally beaten to a pulp. Like, he's bleeding on the fucking pillow. And and, and hearing some of the cops try to talk to the mom, saying, like, hey, do you know if he was on something? Because he had, like, superhuman strength. We couldn't get the handcuffs on him. Fuck that shit fuck these cops fuck them i'm sorry like i have to say that like if, if you think for a fucking second that these people were trying to do right by anybody that fucking night go fuck yourself like i'm sorry once again this is a wrong fucking channel for you i'm so sorry to tell you <laughs> like surprise oops pal surprise <laughs> um See, I'm in my bag. I, I really should move on. I've spent a lot of time on this, but I did want to really talk about it. Um, also, an update. I'm not going to get cover the story, really, but I wanted to at least read the headline from NPR. 
a $50 million claim is filed against L.A. over the death of a man who was tased by the police. Um, and that's uh, Keenan Anderson. So um, I just wanted to give a quick update on that. That's how that's progressing, at least in that way. We'll see how that goes. Um, whew, let me let me get my composure. Um, I've been doing podcaster things here. Okay, sadly, this isn't getting any better. Once again, live from the abyss. Um, Half Moon Bay, oh, sorry, from CNN. Half Moon Bay suspect is charged with seven murder counts as U.S. tallies more mass shootings than days so far in 2023. That's right, you heard that right. Um, Let's see, I should have the man's name. Here we go. Uh, 66-year-old... Uh, Chun-Li Zhao uh, is charged with shooting four people at a mushroom farm Monday where the suspect was an employee. Three more were killed at a nearby farm, uh, authority said. The suspect was a co-worker or former co-worker of the victims at each shooting site and the evidence points to the attack being an instance of workplace violence. Uh, San Mateo County Sheriff uh, Christina Corpus said. So this happened literally like the same weekend as the Monterey shooting, um, also in California. Um, Now, I did start the coverage on the main episode. I wound up covering the rest of it on the Patreon. Um, Also, I'm glad I did find this article because it does cover it a little bit more here too, so you can get there. Also, there's another shooting that takes place in Yakima, Washington, that I'm going to try to hit real quick here, too. But, um, yeah, I mean, this is just, like, a really sad situation. Um, Obviously, like, there's no excuse for any of the action that was done. Uh, But this was just a really disgruntled man. He said he was, like, really, like, bullied. And um, after the shootings, I believe he, like, winds up more or less turning himself in or, like, going to the precinct, and they realize what, like, oh, this is the guy, and then they, like, you know, arrest him, um, but, um, let's see, this is from another article I got also from, and and this is the Daily Beast, you know, I don't like to go too hard in the rag news, but, um, let's see, Zhao said, now I'm trying to find where I was, he worked from early mornings until 9 p.m. at night, and despite being paid for it, his complaints were ignored by his boss. Also, they talk about getting paid. Um, I'm not sure what, I believe the, the minimum wage in California is like 12 bucks an hour, $12 an hour. Uh, if you're a California listening, list, you know, hey, feel free to correct me. Um, but they were getting paid like $9 an hour, but they were like living at like a work site. Which, essentially, that, that still means that's illegal. You still should be getting paid, like, fair wages for where you live. Um, but he just talks about, like, a really bad work environment. I think he talks about being bullied. He says things about mental illness. Um, let's see. He bought a gun he used in the attack. Um, I think, yeah, he did, like, actually reg- like buy a legal gun. 
um, which is something that people are kind of dissecting and, and going over. Um, uh, when he finally saw police swarming his car, he sat thinking, yes, that's me. Please arrest me already. Um, da, 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 da. Like I said, yeah, he goes to two different locations. Um, so, I mean, that's gonna, that case is going to develop, or trial is going to develop eventually. Um, I was just like I said, really crazy that so much action. It's been such a kinetic month, I swear. Um, obviously, like I said, the some of the other police stuff that's been trickled down. But, I mean, granted, with the Nichols situation, that literally has all taken place since, like I said, January 7th. Um, well, let me try to find the thing about Yakima, Washington. Uh, da, 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 da. Um, court documents filed by the Yakima Police Department revealed new details Wednesday on the fatal shootings. The suspect, identified as 21-year-old Jared Haddock, visited the Circle K store around 3 a.m. He walked around for, uh, for about 40 seconds without interacting with anyone or buying anything, according to investigation investigators who reviewed surveillance video. Um, he returned 30 minutes later, this time with a gun. The suspect pointed the gun at a man and woman and fired several shots at them as he moved in their direction. Uh, based on the video, it appears, appeared Jared fired all the rounds of his magazine. Uh, I, he goes on to just do more killing. I really don't want to bathe in the blood here. I'm sorry. Um, but then he uh, winds up killing himself. So, I mean, like I said, it's just crazy. That literally slipped through my radar. I just found that one out tonight. And I was like, let me cover that too while it's literally here on the stack. Um, okay, so we made it through there. We made it through that. Um, now we're back to good old, uh, good old Ukraine. Good old Ukraine, baby. Um, all right, from the Associated Press. Ukraine corruption scandal claims several top officials. So... There was uh, a little bit of crime afoot in Ukraine, a little bit of uh, corruption, which I I've kind of alluded to a little bit uh, throughout last year. Kind of what I've learned is corruption has been an um, ongoing issue in Ukraine. And honestly, when you look at the world in a bird's eye view, what country isn't struggling with corruption? <laughs> um, so I always find that a little bit funny. Oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. With the situation with Ukraine... It's awkward because they're trying to become a NATO nation. Obviously, with things at hand, they're kind of a little bit fast-tracked. Like, low-key, they're kind of, like, pseudo already. But uh, corruption is one of the things that they look for in, in the process that takes, I don't know, anywhere from, like, like a, I think it's like a, kind of like almost like a decade-long process. It takes a while. Um, but, like, corruption's a big deal. And it was something that they've been struggling with. It's actually part of the appeal of Zelensky this actor turned president guy is it's like literally this is a guy from the outside he's supposed to like if he means what he says he's really gonna come through and flip the script here and um they're gonna be like anti-corruption anti-establishment um and you know graft is mentioned a lot um i like the word grift i'm more of a grift guy than a graft guy but, um, hey, we'll go with graft for this, uh, you know, for this. Um, but, yeah, a country long gripped by graft. 
Um, and the new allegations come as Western allies are channeling billions of dollars to help Kiev fight against Moscow. Um, and we'll get into some of what is being given. Um, a lot of tanks are on the menu, different varieties, a little leopard, if you will, um, and even um, some some good old American might. But that's that's later on down the road. We'll get it there. Um, gosh, let's see, let's see. Um, corruption during war is totally unacceptable because people are giving their lives to fight Russians and to defend the motherland. Uh, that is a Sergei Bokkarev, uh, a 28-year-old translator who is um, welcoming the um, the arrests and stuff like that. Um, let's see here. Some of the names. Uh, let's see. It's... His uh, Zelensky's deputy head, Kryrylio Timoshenko, um, prominent for his frequent battlefield updates, uh, quit as the president pledged to address allegations of graft, including some related to military spending that embarrassed uh, authorities and could slow Ukraine's efforts to join the American or sorry, whoops, um, to join the European Union and NATO. Um, Tymoshenko asked to be relieved of his duties according to an online decree signed by Zelensky um, and his own social media post. Neither cited a reason for the resignation. Kept it real low key. Uh, Deputy Defense Minister Vyashinkslav Shapovalov also resigned, local media reported, alleging his departure was linked to a scandal involving the purchase of food for Ukraine's armed forces. Deputy Prosecutor General Uliski Simonokov, wow, they're probably putting all the names on, um, also quit. Um, in all four deputy ministers and five governors of frontline provinces were set to leave their posts. The country's cabinet secretary said on Telegram messaging app. Um, I kind of, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I kind of want to get out of here. Um, there, like I said, there, a, a lot of grift, a lot of graft is going on here. Um, they go into some of the details, um, also, there's a little bit of foreshadowing here, too, I'll give you, um, talking about Finn, um, let's see, Finnish Foreign Minister Pekka Havisisto, had to get another name in here, suggested his country may consider joining NATO without Sweden if Turkey blocks their joint bid to enter the military alliance. More on that in another episode. <laughs> um, let's see here. Moving along from to yeah from Reuters, Russia unleashes missiles drones at Ukraine after Kyiv secures tanks. Eleven dead. So this is another missile strike situation. Obviously, really sad to um you know here. Um, it is really crazy the amount, and I always feel like it's it's weird propaganda that I wind up hearing, where it's like well. Russia's like blown out all their all their artillery. Like they've just they've they've blown their load. They've they've done it. And then you you hear like a week later, three days later, whatever the amount of time. Sure enough, they're doing it again. 
Um, which kind of goes into the duality of the conversation. It's one of the things I don't like it to I don't like to get too bogged down on on my podcast, but there's always this level of like propaganda foot when it comes to Ukraine. I mean, that's press period. You, you know, the P's and the P. Um, but it's it's this constant push of like always making it seem like Ukraine's going to do it. They're going to rocky their way through this. But then also like this cold water splash moments of like, I mean, yeah, like this is pretty dire. I mean, like, you know, if Russia keeps at it, I mean, it's kind of like big bank take little bank. And it's, it's, it's one of those things where we've talked about on this podcast a little bit. I try not to get too doomed out about, but it's, it's frustrating to have that waffling where you're like, are, so are, are they done with the, the strikes? No, they're not done with the strikes. It's going to keep happening. They're never like going to just run out of missiles. Um, it sucks. It, it's sad to hear that more loss of life is happening. But the reasoning is seemingly because of the approval of these tanks, which I do kind of want to get to in the final article. Um, you know, obviously, if you want to read Reuters to get the, the, the once again, the gutsa, you can have it. Um, U.S. joins Germany in sending battle tanks to Ukraine from the BBC. Um, also, too, I gotta say, if you guys have been fucking with my my shit, my page, I'm always sharing shit that I'm about, um, you know, little collabos I'm doing. Um, so before I get into this, because it just reminded me of the joke Ethan said, um, please go and check out Late Start Podcast. Shit is amazing. Uh, they invited me on. It is um, Ethan and Ryan. They're super sweet dudes. Hella handsome chaps. Um, making some amazing content. Having just awesome dudes and, and gals and whoever on their podcast to just talk. And they, they pick their brain. And, you know, it's just like a riff session or it's a learning session. I've been edutained. I've laughed. I've learned. And that's I love that. I love a podcast that can really just... Like, have me glued to it. And these these dudes do it. So they invited me on. I um, got to do their most recent episode that came out. Um, so please check it out. Also, my um, amazing artist, Patrick Sita, is on there. And um, also Alex Wolf. I believe Wolf. I think I got his name right. Yes, Wolf. Um, amazing guys. It was super sweet to kick it with them. Also, hopefully, fingers crossed, expect more content in the future, more crossover content. You know me. I'm in the Matrix, baby. Um, so yeah, please check that out. Please. Awesome. If you like me, if you like hearing me, I'm on there. I'm, I'm joking. I'm riffing the shit and, um, it's, it's just hilarious shit. So please great content. Check it out. Um, but anyway, back to the news. Let's finish this off. Um, from BBC news, us joins Germany in sending battle tanks to Ukraine. So, um, in grand total, like from everyone sending tanks over from the leopard, um, then from the American side, the M1 Abrams tanks, where they were like playing real shy, coy about, oh, it's going to take so long for you guys to learn it. Like, uh, it's it's not even good out there in that terrain. Uh, essentially, they, they took the proposal more or less from Germany. I mean, they did it without actually saying that's the reason why. They were saying, hey, it's to secure unity. It, it, it's like the right thing to do. You know, Biden came out like, you know, yeah, that's what we're doing. But, um, yeah, I mean, essentially, Germany doesn't want to be the only ones with, you know, potatoes on the fryer, if you will. And, um, you know, th these tanks from America really are going to hopefully help. 
Um, also, other countries are also contributing. Poland, they were potentially saying, hey, we'll do it if you if you approve it or don't. Um, also, we've said the UK are giving their Challenger tanks. I think Canada is even throwing some tanks along. Um, but, I mean, in total, it's like at least like a, like two battalions, like 100-some-odd tanks, something like that. So it's a big deal. Um, they have the stats of the tanks um, on uh, the article, if you'd like to check it out, see some pictures. Um, that's more or less all we got. Um, let's see here. Okay, good. I'm glad I wasn't as long as I thought I was. So I'm going to close out real jazz-like with my little break. And I got to say, thanks for tuning in. You're a peach. You're a plum. And if you'd like to make this all the more sweeter for me, you could become a newsie. How to become a newsie, you're asking. I got a Patreon. Patreon.com, so as I say, a news. Uh, I get bonus content on there, bonus episodes. Um, like I said, sometimes I got I to gotta do some stories there just to kind of, you know, do it. You know, there's also stories that I just kind of want to have away from the main episode. Um, either it's a little more private, either it's just a little bit more just me off the cuff, like whatever. Um, you get access to those. Um, this is $5, $5 a month, you know. Um, I love the, the, when they say, oh, it's, it's less than a cup of coffee, um, one, I hate spending more than $5 for a cup of coffee. Two, you can go to Dunkin' Donuts or a gas station and get it for less. So that's a terrible app. Unless you're buying bougie coffee, which, like I said, I've, I've grown accustomed to. Um, you can you can get it for less. Um, but still, $5 a month. Also, you get Discord access. That's my project. That's my baby. Um, I'd like to find out. I want to make a place where I can talk about news like as I want. And I want to have people who also want to talk about news as they want and I want this to be a community that I really build. So that's that's my project. And it's like, well, why are you paywalling it? Because it's just what you do, dude. Like, you just have to do that. It, without it, there's a sense of lawlessness. Trust me. I've seen it go wrong on some discords. Um, and then also, that's business, baby. Uh, um, and then also, there's a Newsy Roll Call. So um, I shout out the Newsies every month. And also, I plug whatever they'd like to talk about or whatever they're doing or want to talk about, you know? You know, essentially, it's ad space, if you like. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's what we're bringing to the table. If you'd like, that's the pay way. Um, free way though to contact me is IsaiahNews1 at gmail.com. Also, I'm on all the socials. I'm on the Facebook. I'm on, um, Twitter. I'm on Tumblr. Um, so yeah, any, any of the cool ways, you know, all the hip, hip ways. Actually, if you're trying to find me on MySpace, sorry, get fucked. That, that's your bad. Um, sorry you made it this far and you're a MySpace user. What? No. Um, but yeah, you can find me. Uh, I'm out there. Um, but yeah, hopefully I see you soon for some Morgan news. I love you. Bye bye. Mwah.